Save me a lot of time. It's just like. <laughs> for any of our fans that are ASMR fans, you just made their day. But for pe- the like, <laughs> small percentage of people that are not, you ruined their entire day <laughs> and they're done listening to this. I just need a little fizz while I'm doing it, though. It was like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what like. <laughs> That's basically, don't even look up the sound because we, we just did it. Should we quit our podcast <laughs> to become ASMR people? I think we would be great at that. I think we would own the world. Yeah. Oh, you got nothing else? No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Bad Movie Date Night with Nigel and Caitlin. I am Nigel with a journey into film.com and... The other voice that you hear with me is Caitlin. Also, Feech rockin' does. Also, Salem. with us is our dog in the room this week, so if she makes any noise, it'll be much louder. And, uh, oh, there she goes. <laughs> and, uh, we also have Salem with us, but he's super chill because he lays under my desk and, uh, doesn't make any sounds. How often do you think cat sleep a day oh based on how much salem sleeps a day mm-hmm. at least 19 to 20 hours yeah 19 to 22 hours yeah he's either eating pooping or meowing at our door at three <laughs> in the morning <laughs> yes all right we're off topic all right are so- we off topic though because what do you sleep on a bed. What? Full um, circle. But you didn't give me a chance to come to do our full introduction. Okay. Sorry. So we watched Ultraviolet. That movie. Oh, stupid. yeah. I forgot we were supposed to talk about that. We were supposed to talk about that this week. And we might at some point in the future. But it was just really hard to watch. And um, we really didn't have any. We decided we had nothing fun to say about it. Because it was not. Not. Not no, I'm not even saying like fun bad. It was just like, well, that was something that I watched. Right. It and was not enjoyable. Caitlin wasn't feeling well, and we didn't have any alcohol, and it was just like a whole thing. Yeah. So we said, you know what? Let's watch another movie. It'll be our next movie, and for some reason, okay, there's this great app that my sister told me about called Canopy. Basically. You sign up for an account with your library card, and you have access to a world of movies. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, based on the movies that I've watched on there <laughs> during this global pandemic working from home, this movie that we're talking about today has been recommended for me. 
If you want to take a guess, you can guess now. You'll be wrong. You'll be wrong. Because <laughs> the movie is called Deathbed. The Bed Who Eats. The 19... 19- is that really part of the title? Yeah. The wow. full title of the movie, Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. Thank you for the adding that. The 1977 film made by George Barry. I don't know who George Barry is, but this is the only movie he's ever made. Oh, that's unfortunate. And the other unfortunate aspect of it is his only other credit on IMDb is for the Deathbed remake that came out in 2002. Mm, I really want to watch the remake. We watched the trailer right before we started recording and it looks amazing. I know. I wish that we could have watched it like... Right after the original. I wish that we had known about it prior to this moment in time. Right. So here's the thing that I think is really interesting about the uh, about the remake. The remake came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. Deathbed, the bed who eats, was not. Did not have a wide release until 2003. The only way that you could watch this movie prior to 2003 was if you found a bootlegged copy of it. Huh. So somebody found a bootleg copy of this and then said, I can do that. Yeah. So back in the day of VHS and before... Basically, people would make copies of tapes and pass them around. So there's like a whole world of movies that we will never see because they only exist in bootlegged VHS format, and that's how people watch them. (laughs) You should see Caitlin's face right now because I can tell that I'm blowing her mind, but she also looks really, really annoyed. No, (laughs) no. Um, I, I guess I'm just confused. Why? Um, I guess then how did the remake get made? Like, so that's really what happened? Like somebody saw a bootleg copy and then said I could do that? So, okay, so here's what happened. Back in 1977, he said... George Barry, he said, I want this movie to release in movie theaters, but nobody wanted to distribute it. Because, okay, that makes sense. So basically, you have the companies that actually make the movie, and then you have companies that distribute Distribute it. Right. right. I get get that. Okay, just making sure. Well, I'm explaining for our audience, too, in case they don't know. Okay. So basically, at some point, he got an offer... They were going to pay him $1,000 to burn the movie, to so release the movie on VHS oh. in the UK. That's but it? But they needed him to give them a print of the movie that had actual credits and stuff on it. But it was going to cost him $3,000 to put credits in the movie. So it never got made. Okay. Um, so then, like, a British label made, like, a pirated version of it, 
And from there, it kind of became this, like, underground thing. And then, uh, in 2001, George Berry found out about that people had been watching this movie. He was completely unaware of any of this. (laughs) Which just sounds perfect for this movie. Yeah. And, uh... That basically that ended up leading to like it getting an actual DVD release in 2003, and then in 2013 it was released on Blu-ray. This movie came out on Blu-ray. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's okay. Apart from uh, yeah. Apart from that, really the only other interesting legacy of this movie is that Patton Oswalt made a joke about it on a stand-up special. <laughs> and Did you get that people. from the canopy comments? Uh, I saw it first in the canopy uh-huh. comments, but that also appears to be the only interesting fact on IMDb oh. or on the Wikipedia page. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So not a lot that, not a lot that we have to say about that. Um, this is filled in a mansion, and uh, that's all we got. That movie was filmed in a mansion? Yeah. There was one room in the whole thing. Okay, but like from the outside we saw one room, but from... Why would like, you just pay for the exterior shot then and film in a shack? I, 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 I don't know. Okay. Maybe well, it was cheaper for them to film in an actual mansion? Um, I don't think so. Well... Okay. I mean, he didn't have the $3,000 to put credits on the movie. How did he so pay for the mansion, then? I don't know how oh he paid for gosh. the mansion. I wish I could talk to George Barry to find out. What's he doing with his life? I don't know. I literally don't know who he is. Did you Wikipedia him? Wikipedia? He has no Wikipedia. Oh, okay. There is nothing that I can link to to George Barry. Uh, this movie has nobody in it, except for... A bed. No. (laughs) I'm about to blow your mind. Okay. This was the first movie appearance of William Russ, who is most famous for playing Alan Matthews on Boy Meets World. Wait, wait. That is her brother, isn't it? The guy that loses his hands. I am so (laughs) mad at myself. I will have to burn all my Boy Meets World DVDs now. Ugh. I am ashamed. To all of my Boy Meets World fans, I apologize. I'm going to burn my DVDs and strip myself of a Boy Meets World fan title because... I should have known that. Also, didn't we make fun of the way he looked? We did. We said he looks familiar, and then we decided he looked like a cross between uh, that guy that we can't talk about anymore from 70s show and uh, somebody else. I'm so mad. It is. I want to cry. I'm so mad. To be fair... He is missing his hands, so it <laughs> might be hard to recognize him without hands. That is crazy. 
It was his first acting appearance? Uh, not his first acting appearance, but his first film appearance. Oh my gosh. Uh, his first credited role was on a TV series, Another World. Oh my gosh. Which appears to be some kind of soap opera. How many people do we talk about on this podcast that started in soap opera? Probably more than we even realize. Everyone starts on a soap. Yeah. I'm so mad right now. I am so excited. Also, he was credited as his name was Rusty Russ on uh, for this movie. So you didn't make my day or blow my mind. You just made me sad. I mean, I think I kind of blew your mind. <laughs> Look at him. There he is. There he is with his little skeleton Aww, hands. I'm so mad. With uh. He looks just like oh him. Oh my gosh, there's a better picture of him. He, like, 1,000% looks just like him. I'm glad he got rid of the unibrow, though. That unibrow. Oh my gosh. He also kind of looks like he has, like, a little bit of a lazy eye going on. Yeah, he looks like he might have, like, a little bit of, like, Asperger's or Downs. He does look a but, little Downs. But, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, of course, but... It's just, it doesn't look like him as an actor now that we know. But like now that you know. Yeah, it looks exactly like, like, it like him. It looks just like him. That's so, so funny. I'm pretty angry about that. And I didn't even, I didn't even recognize the voice. He had like four lines in this entire movie. Yeah, that's true. My, I think maybe four words, not even four lines. I mean, there was like the one scene where he was on like the telephone. Yeah, but he was like, "Uh huh, okay." Yeah, I'll go get her. But he lived. That's it. That counts for something. He did live. Um. Yeah. So uh, that's all I got for you. I don't even want to talk about this movie anymore. Yeah. Um. Literally, we're going to talk about the plot of this movie in, like, five minutes. Oh, my gosh. All right, Nigel, what's the plot of this movie? What's the plot of this movie? There's a bed and it eats people. (laughs) Okay, but pretend that I'm blind. How would you explain the bed eating people? All right, so there's this foam stuff that comes up through the sheets, and it's green, And then people get sucked into the bed, and apparently the bed has a stomach somewhere. (laughs) And but arguably it's the only thing it has. Right. Yeah. So I think pretty good. I think this is gonna be a very short episode. I because nothing happens. Right. Um. Anyways, so here is the premise of this movie. There's a man stuck inside of a painting. Mm-hmm. And there's a bed. And the bed eats people. Yeah. And at one point Arguably in time, the end. Arguably the <laughs> end. The, the guy in the painting had tuberculosis, so mm-hmm. the bed would not eat him. Because we all know that beds have no appetite for sick people. Duh. Kind of like a World War Z situation. Right. Uh, and so he forces, he, the bed puts this man inside the painting 
to forever watch the bed eat people. Mm-hmm. Because if there's anything that we know about beds, it's that they're very vindictive entities. And if they can't eat you, they're going to curse you to a lifetime in a painting. In a painting, right. Caitlin. Didn't even just let him die his death. Right. He was all, he, he <laughs> full out said, I'm going to die. Right. I have tuberculosis. <laughs> right. And the bed's like, mm, painting for you. <laughs> no one gets to die the way they want. No. Painting. <laughs> no one gets to die the way they want. <laughs> Caitlin, how would you describe how the film portrays in a visual way the man stuck inside of the painting? Someone from the 1800s, but was a Beatles fan who was gothic? I I wasn't talking necessarily about him. (laughs) I was more talking about how this film decides to show him inside the painting. By, like, him being trapped in, like, a crawl space with a glass picture of the painting as his mirror to the outside world? That's pretty much it. Okay. He's in a box. Do you like how you described him as like a person though? That paints a good picture for everyone. I feel like that paints a good picture for everyone. This movie somehow takes place in the 60s, 70s, and the 1800s all at one time. Yep. Yep. I don't know the actual year of this movie. Or like the year that it was supposed to take place in. No. No, no. Um, they had cars, so I guess it couldn't be the 1800s. Right, but but it also, like, was. Yeah. So, um, should we get into it? There's more? I just wanted to get into some of the specifics. Okay, let's um, hear it. So we have, well, we should at least talk about the couple in the beginning because. I was just about to start with them. Yeah. So he's like rapey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thankfully, this movie, uh, in case you're unaware of the order of meals throughout the day, decides to give you title cards for <laughs> breakfast, lunch, dinner, and finally, just desserts. <laughs> Which I kind of feel like they put the title cards just so that they could use the just desserts phrase. They're like, I got this great part. For the ending. Just desserts. The bed's going to get its just desserts. We should put title cards for all of the meals of the day. Right. The other thing that's kind of funny about that is, at least from my understanding of what happens in the movie... Ten years take goes by between breakfast and lunch. Well, he said that they don't have to, um, he, the bed doesn't have to eat, but once every ten years, I think. Right. But again, we're going to put ten years between breakfast and lunch, and then like three hours between well, the, lunch the, and dinner. Well, the guy desserts. did said you're getting greedy now. He did say that. Yeah, this guy in the painting he talked to the, the bed, bed as if the bed was going to talk back to him. Well, if you were trapped in a painting and you saw the bed eat people, I mean, I would probably start talking to it after that long. <laughs> yeah. 
But also, only friend. I don't know why the bed didn't talk. Arguably a more interesting and compelling movie if the bed talked. Because the, the bed, bed snored and made munching sounds. Yeah. Yeah. How could it do that? You you got me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. All right, so breakfast. We uh, start off the movie using some very, uh, very persuasive day for night techniques, which is when they shoot it in the morning or daytime and they use a filter to make it look like it's nighttime and it never looks right. No. Uh, so this couple, well, okay, so this man leads this woman to this mansion and uh then okay here's the other thing that's also we should talk about okay somehow this bed also can control every other aspect of the mansion it's in Yes, it controls the whole house. But, like, it can't leave. Correct. Okay. I so, don't know what's confusing about that. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy, he's looking for ways into the house. And the bed decides, I'm going to mess with him and lock all the doors. But then only leave the door open that leads to the basement. Because at some point in the history of the bed... Uh, um, the bed was moved into the cellar. I can't remember why, but it was. Or the the bed did because, something to get moved shoot, into the what cellar. Was that though? Right, you're yeah. gonna figure it out. Think about it. Okay. So this guy leads the girl. They get on this bed. First of all, they're in this nasty room that somehow still has a well-made bed in it and he's trying to put the moves on her. I think too many people went missing. So they put the bed in the cellar. I know that the number of people missing was a concern and why they connected it to the bed (laughs) is beyond me, but I feel like that was the logic though. (laughs) that, That the more I think about it, the more it sounds about right. I'm going to do a quick Google search. Yeah, good luck. The guy's like, hey, baby, let's do the sex. And she's like, no, I'm hungry. So he pulls out a couple apples, a bottle of wine, and a bucket of fried chicken. And as he's pulling things out, you think, oh. He's got everything. He's got a, He's got the starts of a romantic meal until the fried chicken comes. And you're like, oh, okay, so he's he's ready. <laughs> So then he keeps making out with her, and she's like, no, no, I want to eat. And he's like, no, you don't. You don't want to eat. You just want to make out. Right. While they're making out, the bed eats the apples, the bottle of wine, and the bucket of fried chicken. And then... Like, but, like, how did they not notice? Because the the bed literally goes... And there's, like, foam And there's foam coming out. 
I was just thinking about the fact that the bed is a complete jerk and then proceeds to put the apple cores, the empty wine bottle, and the empty bucket of fried chicken back. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he, he can't eat trash, Nigel. <laughs> not a monster. But, okay, so then what does he do, do with the clothes of the people that he eats? He can... Recyclable fabric. Recyclable <laughs> fabric. Oh, boy. Uh, the girl's like, I'm really hungry. And the guy's like, all right, fine. Eat this. But then he proceeds to see that everything is gone or and or eaten. And uh, she says, you know what? That's okay. Let's just keep making out. Yeah. And then the bed eats them. They were not concerned at all that the fact that like their food was half missing. Right. Because when you're in the midst of making out and you're all horny and whatnot, that's that's nothing matters. Not even food, apparently. Or logic. Are you or still safety. googling that? So it's really bothering me. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I, I'm just. It's fine. I don't need to know. I mean, it's just bothering me a lot, but. You're doing great. Fine. I'm gonna let you just kind of. Alright, I'm done. I'm done. I just I can't find it, and okay. it kind of made me sad. You know what? We're that's that's I guess gonna be I'll the. watch it. I guess like our listeners are gonna have to go watch it. Oh, just, like, and if, then tell me what you find because right. I really want to know. Because they have you to know be curious when you get about that something. In your head when you're like, I just, what was it? Right. Because it's so close. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, but yes. Yeah, so that creep is like, like I'm gonna. Get it on with this woman, and the bed's like, I'm gonna no, eat you. No, you're not. I'm gonna eat you. Right. Now, the one thing that is kind of courteous about the bed is the bed makes itself after it's done eating people. It's a very clean bed, except yeah. it does just cover the trash up. Yeah, it pulls the blankets up over the trash, which is also something questionable. About when people find it later, but... Uh, like, they could have just easily resolved that with just, like, it eats trash. Yeah, why can't... I mean, the bed is... Its stomach appears to just be acid. The whole bed appears to just be acid, so... So I don't know How does know it even really why? eat? Oh my god, when it drinks that wine, though? Remember? It's like... And it, like, drinks it. It's like, your whole... Body is acid. You can't just drink if a liquid can't drink another <laughs> liquid. That's just insane. I don't. They didn't even think that through. If you pour a liquid into another liquid, it doesn't it. It just it is. It it becomes that <laughs> liquid. <laughs> like, but also this is like and it pops the cork. You remember how it just goes? Yeah, that was. I mean, the bed is very, very capable. Uh, it's also very loud. Yes. And no one questions it. No. I mean, you can tell they just sounded like sound bites over everything. Yeah. Um. So then I don't really know why. I think the guy in the painting says something to the bed to make it mad. <laughs> Or something, but 
He does kind of egg the bed on. Oh yeah, he's, he's like he's kind of a jerk to the monster. bed. And the bed, first of all, the bed. Arguably, he should be worshiping the bed because it saved its life. Yeah, forever. Forever, and it gives him things. Yeah, it gives him like rings. Yeah, I mean, I don't know and how he's like cigarettes. Doesn't, stuff he needs cigarettes, not food. Or water. Yeah, but like when you're a painting, you really only need cigarettes <laughs> and cold rings. Oh my god. <laughs> I never I didn't understand either why like it would be funny if like the trash would just appear in the painting. Like you see yeah. a fried chicken bucket, some apple cores. Yeah, okay, that's another thing. Why is he sending the rings and know. cigarettes and stuff to him? But like the apple core and stuff know. gets left in the bed. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Nobody thought this through. Who, Some kid okay. wrote this in junior high and their dad was like, I'll make a film out of this. Who's the bigger jerk though? The bed or the guy in the painting? I mean, arguably the bed because it's a demon. Oh, I gave it away. Take <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> Plot twist, the bed is really a demon. Now everything makes sense, I know. Yeah, it's not going to in just a minute when I blow everyone's minds. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, so then what happens? Um. So then the bed says, you know what's a really good idea? I'm going to use my mind powers to destroy the mansion that we're in right now. Which then turns... So the bed's in the cellar. And he destroys the the mansion, and all that's left is the one room that the bed is in. Which I don't know about you, but I would be... Wait. What? The bed destroys the mansion. Okay. And he all that's left is the one room that the bed is in. Is that why when like the cars and stuff come up, there's no mansion there? Yeah. They're oh. like... The lady's like, where'd the mansion go? It must be here somewhere. Oh, well, there's a shed. Oh, well. I'll just sleep here. Here's this, like, Wasn't room. there, like, a concerning amount of, like, people that just jumped into a bed that was, like... I would just not jump into a stranger's bed, number one. Like, like even if I go spend the night at, like, somebody's house, I'm not going to just jump in their bed. Right. I always inspect it. Unless I trust the person or, like, have been there a couple times and know they're not nasty. But, like, I always inspect it. But, like, if I go to, like, somebody's house that, like, not very clean, I always inspect my bed. Always. Let me tell you the story that's not really related. (laughs) (laughs) But it's going to be Caitlin's, like, therapy session. Um, This one time, this is, like, when I was, like, in, in, like, I don't know, probably elementary school or middle school or something. I don't know. But I went to a friend's house to spend the night, and she was like, we're going to sleep downstairs on on the the futon in the basement, which was fine. They had, like, a finished basement, so that was fine. But then, like, she pulls out this futon that they were using as a couch and, like, lays down on the bed, and all these crumbs are in there. Like, just just so... There's, like, so many crumbs. Like, so many crumbs. Like, it kind of looked like the kitchen after you're done cooking in it. Just, like, okay. all the just crumbs. Throw me into the bus there. <laughs> all the crumbs. And then she's like, 
okay, here's a blanket. And she just hopped on it and went to sleep. And I was just laying there. I don't think I slept a wink that night. I just laid there and was like, there's so many things touching me right now. (laughs) (laughs) It was horrible. I went home and showered like five times. And guess what? I don't think I ever spent the night somewhere else again. And you think I'm lying, but ask my mom. I don't think I did. So moral of the story If you see a bed in a random abandoned shack, who's just jumping in it? Are you? No. No, I'm not either. There's bugs in there. Well, also, you don't know how long that bed has been there for. You don't know how long that bed has been there? It doesn't matter if the bed makes itself. No. But also, now there's rotten apples, an empty wine bottle, and an empty bucket of old fried chicken that's probably all greasy, nasty in the bottom of it. Right. All right, let's talk about lunch. Uh, Because after the house is destroyed, 10 years goes by. Something like that. Yeah. And these three women, I don't know who these women are. I don't know where they're going. I don't know their relation to each other. Other than the, the main woman, the black one, Diane, appears to be concerned about Sharon's brother finding her. Yes. And she, the the black woman, she, her... Or no, she's concerned about someone finding Susan. Yeah, Susan's brother finding her. No, it's Sharon's brother. Finding Susan? No, that's not right. Well, no, because Sharon's the one that dies first. Okay, then... And they're concerned Susan. about Susan. So Susan's brother finding Susan. No, no, no. Sher- it's Sharon's brother that's looking sure for them. Sharon, Sharon's I'm 100% positive. Okay, whatever. I'm more certain than we are about how the bed ended up in the cellar. Okay, well, the black lady, she... Diane, she has a name. Okay, I don't know anyone's name. Okay, Diane. It's easy to remember because she's black. And her name is Diane, and the two white girls have S names that sound very similar, Sharon and Susan. Okay. Diane, she goes to this mansion because, like, her cousin was a gangster and owned it. So that she is like, I need to get away. Yeah. So was she, like, kidnapping white women? I know she no because Susan was her friend or Sharon or lover or something. Yeah, they had a weird relationship. But the other girl that was there, Susan, she didn't want to be there, and they did not want her there. Yeah, Sharon that didn't want to be there. Confusing, Sh- Sharon. Yeah. She was like, why do I always get myself in these situations? Yeah, for some reason, the movie... Who cares about your back plot? You're going to die. But the movie also gives her a lot of narration for her to not be an important character. Right. In fact, she's the only other character besides the painting that we give any insight or thoughts into how they're feeling or acting or anything. And that's all I have to say about that. Right. So Diane and Susan decide to go look for the mansion because they're certain that the mansion is still there. And Sharon's like, I'm going to go take a nap. 
and that's when the bed gets her. Also, oh, but the bed is afraid of Susan. Susan, because the bed looks like the woman from his past. So let's talk about that for a second. Actually, hold on. I think there's a quote. This movie is killing me. Oh, it's great. You love this movie. This is one of the best movies we've ever seen. No. Okay. The artist, the guy who's stuck in the painting, at one point says, a demon residing in a tree on a whim changed himself into a breeze. On a whim. Let's pause for a second. He's like, I'm going to change myself into a breeze. But first of all, he started off as a tree. So if you ever see a tree, there's a high probability it's a demon. (laughs) So he's like, Logic okay, follows so far. I want to be a breeze. I want to be the wind. Right. I want. I don't want to just feel the wind he in my leaves. He wants to be a plastic bag drifting through the wind. Right. He, he could do it. He wants to drift those plastic bags. Right. He can do it. While in this state he drifted one morning by a young maiden, he circled around and back surrounding her in his form. Gently he blew through her hair her mind, and her dreams. For her seduction, he decided to create a bed unique for the occasion. So this demon wins like, I'm going to get it on. Yeah, but then he turned into a person so that they could do it. Right. And Everything follows so far. But his eyes were red because we all because know he's demons a demon. have red eyes. But because he's a demon, she also died after they had sex. Yep. Because that also is what happens when you have sex with a demon. And then they found the bed and were and was like, this belongs inside. That's also <laughs> a very interesting point. But let's circle around back to that in a second. Uh, the demon is so sad that she died that he cries blood. And it's his tears of blood that turn the bed into the deathbed. Yes. The bed who eats people. Uh, And so, while... Basically, the bed spends most of its time sleeping, but then it wakes every ten years to eat people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a a fun little montage of people being eaten by the bed over the years. Yeah. The gangsters. Who else was eaten? There was that Oh, that priest. orgy. Yeah, the there priest. was an orgy that was eaten by the bed. I think he made, the the guy who's stuck in the painting made some snide comment about him, like, gorging himself on orgy people or something. Yeah, that was funny. A little bit. Um, but all you need to know is that Susan looks like the woman that the bed uh, fell in love with. Which are could you really say that that was love? He really just kind of like saw her and was like, you know what, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of being a tree. I'm tired of being wind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, apparently someone found that bed in the middle of the woods and said we should put this inside. But then here's another question for you. That montage, right? Mm-hmm. Was all in the. It was inside the house, Mm -hmm. but then the orgy people were like, you know what? We should take this bed outside to do it in the sun. Yeah. But then someone after them also said we should put this bed back inside. (laughs) I mean, it's a nice looking bed. It's not. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
maybe it was really comfortable. How? I, I don't it's know. It's a bed full of liquid. <laughs> it's That's the where water beds first came about. It's probably the world's first waterbed. It probably is. Filled with acid. Filled with acid. That's probably why they're not popular anymore. They gotta stop putting acid in waterbeds. Right. <laughs> that sounds like a death that would be on, like, um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, the one kid does get sucked into That's his bed. That's what I'm saying. That so, but what if his bed was acid, Nigel? What if it was acid? Instead of a what naked woman Kruger, drowning him? Yeah. What if Kruger could turn beds into acid? He wouldn't even have to fight the kids. He'd just be like, acid bed, boom, roasted. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Diane decides, I'm going to sleep on the bed. And the bed starts eating her, but she wakes up and is like, I'm getting the heck out of here. She right? starts crawling across the floor, and in the best moment in the entire movie, the bed shoots the sheets at her and pulls her back in, kills her. Dead. Dead. Right there. On the spot. She does try to get away. She she gives Her legs it, become, like, paralyzed? Yeah, because the bed ate her legs. But, like, she still had legs. But, like, she still had... Okay, well, they didn't have the budget to show that she was missing legs. <laughs> so, instead, they just made her paraplegic? Right. Well, okay. the bed chomped on them so much that she couldn't use them. Okay. Okay. I follow. Um, Susan tries to save her. Um, also, this is when the brother shows up. I don't know if the brother William has a Rose. name. Yeah, Rusty. Um, his name in the movie is literally Sharon's brother. Okay. But Susan's the one that's left. The one that looks yes. like the girl yeah. that the bed fell in love with. But then, but then the bed like gets over in two seconds. Yeah. Cause the painting guy's like. But also the bed falls asleep after taking Rusty's hands. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm good for a nap. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The bed grabs Diane with the sheets and he goes to like pull her back out. But his, his arms get, get stuck, stuck in. Yeah. 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 So then because here. Oh, my gosh. Because the bed is asleep, that means that painting guy can then talk to Susan. Right. Right. Because right, right. he's like, I got such a short time right now. Right. And he's like. His powers are weak, so that means I can talk to him. Because he's like, sleeping, yeah. But, like, wouldn't the bed's powers be what's keeping him in the painting? So couldn't he break free from the painting? But I mean, maybe I don't the painting has special powers. I don't think he has a body anymore. I mean, they showed him with a body. Right, I think they... For some... I don't know. <laughs> because he was trapped in the painting... But they couldn't just say he was trapped in the painting and just show the painting. They paid another actor to be there? They paid another actor to sit in a box behind a painting to say that he was a guy stuck in a painting. Mm-hmm. Because, like, what painting do you know has a box behind it? That's not, like, trapped in a painting. Right. <laughs> right. He's trapped in a box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Jokes um, on him. He could have got out this whole time. <laughs> the bed just tricked him into staying. So he, the painting guy, tells 
Susan how to destroy the bed, which is like this elaborate. Actually, it's not really that elaborate. It's like this ritual where she draws an, an eight on the ground with a candle. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you're forgetting about one part. I feel like doesn't the bed go back in time to like. I don't know. At some point we see the no, girl no, no, in the grave. Right, right, right. We see the woman in the grave that the bed fell in love with him. Uh, Susan dies because the guy in the painting neglected to mention that was going to happen. Right. But the bed is sent outside and the woman that the bed fell in love with comes back to life, has sex with the brother, and the bread catches into flames and dies and that's because the end of the, the movie. sex of the two of them kills the bed i don't know I, I think i don't know if that was the ritual or if putting the bed outside was the ritual but the bed was outside before but it was back in the room so when she did the eight on the ground it sent the bed outside near the grave of the woman okay Okay. And uh, that's the end of the movie. And now that guy has to walk around with skeleton hands for the rest of his life. I thought he, I thought everybody in this movie died. They die after having sex? I, well, she was already dead. Well, she could be back to life now. Yeah, I don't know if it works that way. Does the guy in the painting just live on then? I think he. Is he the only survivor? I think he passes. I think he's like free to go. So he can get out of the painting? Or he goes to the afterlife. I think mean. he goes to the afterlife. Gotcha. Because he doesn't really have a body. Gotcha. But you said William Russ lives. I think he lives. But I thought he I died. think him and this girl live happily ever after. I'm like 99% sure that they died. Why would you think that they died? Because the bed caught on fire while they were on it. They were not on it. Yeah, they were no, doing it they on were the bed. No, they were next to it. They didn't do it next to the bed. They did it on the bed and sure? the bed caught on fire. Well, then that just seems pointless. Why did she come back from the dead then? To stop the bed from killing people. But the bed was already cursed by the spell. Yeah, she broke the spell by coming back to life. Right, so then the bed was already not having a spell. So then she didn't need to have sex. No, I think that sealed the deal. I don't think we watched the same ending. <laughs> I honestly don't remember the ending. I'm just going off of the notes here. Oh my goodness. Now I have to rewatch this whole movie and it's all thanks to you. Just so that we can get a good shot of Russ Williams. I know. I'm so upset about or William that William Russ. Rusty Russ. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's the movie. That is the movie. I would love to know why they remade it. Here, okay. So, as we've discovered doing this podcast, there are people out there who think, LOL, I'm going to remake this bad movie by also making a bad movie, and it's going to be so funny that I did it, and people are going to love it because it's purposefully bad. But really, there's just... There's nothing there. No. It's just empty. I think they were trying to make a good movie, though. The remake? Nothing about that looked like they were trying to make a good movie. Well, 
well, no, it was a bad storyline. But, like, I think they were genuinely trying to make a good movie. I think he wanted to do it justice. Yeah, I, I did not get that at all. Joe Estevez. He was, oh, my gosh. And he's the guy. I told you the guy from the trailer looked familiar. Mm-hmm. It was Joe Estevez. Mm-hmm. He was one of the uh, Estevez members of the family. Uh, yes. Well, because like Emilio Estevez and whatnot. Yeah. And he was in that movie that had all of those other people in it. Oh my gosh, let me find it. Do some talking about something real quick. Okay. Well, I would not recommend this movie, but I also would recommend this movie. Beach Babes from the Beyond, starring Joe Estevez, Don Swayze, and Joey Travolta. All siblings of actual famous actors. That's funny. (laughs) And that was one of the uh, marketing points with Burt Wood, who played Robin. Anyways, you would not recommend this movie. Well, I would, but I wouldn't. So I would recommend it because it's not horrible to sit through. You can laugh at it, but I don't know, maybe two drinks. It is short. Maybe two drinks. This one was brought to you by Long Island's. And, Two of them. Right. But I also would not watch this movie because there's probably something that you could do with your life that was better than watching the movie. Yeah, there are a lot of things that you could do in an hour and 17 minutes instead of watch this movie. Let's name some. You could go for a walk. You could pull weeds out of your yard, you which could, would be more fun than this movie. You could mow your grass. You could bathe your animals. Read a book. You could. Why am I running out of things to do already? (laughs) I'm like, oh crap, what do people do besides watch bad movies? Exercise. Uh, You could play video games. You could listen to music. You could write music. Stop, I'm running out of ideas. How do you come up with them so fast? I don't know. Laundry. Do your laundry. Okay. The machine does a majority of the laundry. <laughs> I don't think that one can really count. All you're doing is you're either throwing learn, it in there. Learn or how it. to wash your laundry by hand instead of watch, washing this movie. Actually, that's not a bad idea. See? Um, you could replace a wall outlet. You could vacuum. You could clean your house. <laughs> Stop. Your dad is going to go dusting. <laughs> Um, apparently I don't do anything with my life. Uh, but also the most obvious one is you could just watch like a shorter good movie. Y- yes, <laughs> you could. Probably an animated one's going to fall into that category. Um, yeah. So that's that movie. That, that is, is. This movie. That is Deathbed, The Bed Who Eats. Mm-hmm. Um, Caitlin. Where would you put this movie on our definitive bad movie date night ranking list? Um, I think. I kind of want to put it under New Year's Evil, but above The Wicker Man. Wow, that's kind of low. That's lower than you wanted to put it? Yeah. Oh, boy. I would think like. Um, maybe before Christmas Perfection? No way, Jose. What? I mean, at minimum. I would watch this movie before Jason X. 
I would watch this movie before the stuff. I would watch. I don't know if I would watch it before the stuff, but I would put it between the stuff and Jason X for you. All right, I'll do that. Okay, that's solid. So Jason X is moving down. Because who would watch Jason X? A lot of people. It's not good. I didn't like that one. Okay, well, you know. It is you know how is. I would make this movie better? <laughs> Are you going to talk about ants? No. I'm going to talk about, I would just hire somebody to be a murderer instead of a bed. Uh, I think it would be better if. Like the- a time traveling murderer. You want murders in different eras? Boom, time travel, done. But then that's you don't just, need a bed. That's just a time murderer. Then I'd make a movie about a time murderer. Okay. It'd be a better movie than this. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one thing, one simple change this movie could have made that would have made it five times better than it is. Okay. Keep literally everything else. The one change I would make is instead of acid. The bed has to go, om, nom, 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 <laughs> nom, and have like a Pac-Man mouth. <laughs> That's what would make this movie better? Oh, 110%. No. You need like a time travel murderer and maybe like a love story between like, I don't know, maybe this guy... He lost his mom. I don't know. We could come up I with something. you were about to say this guy, he lost his hands. <laughs> <laughs> what if the guy, Sharon's brother, whatever his name was, he becomes like the, the next bed. Yeah. <laughs> the the deathbed. Because he lost mm-hmm. his hands and now he's got magical powers. Done. So lose hands. From a deathbed, get magical powers. That's how that works. (laughs) I'm going to make a mental note (laughs) in case I ever come across a deathbed in my future. Or someone without hands. All right, let's, real question. Okay. Reel it back in for a second. Okay. Let's talk about dating for a second. Okay. Because this is bad movie date night. Right. Okay. Let's assume for a second Mm -hmm. that that Rusty... And the maiden survived the bed catching on fire. Mm-hmm. Do you think that relationship would last? Let's let me just put this into perspective for a second. One is a woman who has sex with demons <laughs> and then dies and gives birth to deathbeds. Right. The other is a man who has his hands eaten by said deathbed. Who somehow is in zero pain, right. having skeletons for hands. You know the most realistic part of this movie that they showed was the skeleton hands. Was the skeleton hands falling apart after that happened? Yeah, that wasn't bad. Okay. Anyways. Ah uh, no, because here's the reason: she is not going to be um like. She is too much into looks. She's not going to hang around with some guy who doesn't have hands. Yeah, agree. She's going to go look I for mean, another hot demon. I mean, you're pretty much making a commitment to take care of him for the rest well, of your life. Well, and there's nothing wrong with that because normal people who are decent human beings and are nice, like, they might care more about, like, his personality. But she was just not that person. Right. Maybe if he lost the unibrow... 
Yeah. That would solve a lot That's of That's another problems. reason nobody's going to end up with him. He has a unibrow. Yeah. That That's, was a rough unibrow. That was not the worst unibrow I've seen, but definitely, definitely up there. What's the worst? The people from It's Always Sunny? Oh, those are pretty bad. I don't know. I just didn't want to make a commitment to saying it was the mm. worst without, like, knowing for sure. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, we're going to finish recording this, and I will probably forget about this movie. That's so sad. I would watch it again. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like this is definitely up there with movies that we have to show people. Tell like, Clayton to watch it. Oh, man, I should tell Clayton to watch it. Mm-hmm. I will. I okay, will. Good. I will. I'll text him right after this. I apologize in advance, Clayton. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say? No. Okay. Because I feel like we're just rambling at this point. I mean, this movie had nothing happen. This episode lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. Wow. So that's impressive. Go us. Uh, what are we talking about next week? Oh, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Don't. I think we should stop saying it because then they don't work out because they're just uh, stupid movies. No, we have to. Okay. Do you want to do Howling 2 or Dreamcatcher? Oh, boy. What's the other one about? Howling 2 is yeah. about uh, werewolves, and Dreamcatcher is about... I know what Dreamcatcher is about. <laughs> uh, do you have a preference? Uh, I really don't care. Let's just do Howling 2. Okay. And then we'll do Dreamcatcher. Oh, Lord. Which is a great movie about Morgan Freeman's eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. You'll know what I'm talking about when we start watching it again. Uh, as Again, always, we watched this originally. We did. We've seen Dreamcatchers before. I don't remember it, so that's going to be very painful. Oh, this is going to be great. Uh, as always, we do not have social media anymore, so head over to ajourneyintofilm.com. Leave some comments on the podcast episode if you want. Leave some reviews for the new episodes that we've been doing. Let us know what you think on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you can leave reviews and comments for podcasts Mm -hmm. and uh we'll see you guys next week